As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, the uh, the midweek howl Thanksgiving special is now recording. So there you go. Are you, are you ready? Are you, you psyched up for I, another no, Thanksgiving? I'm sitting here. I'm drinking some tea and I'm eating some beef jerky, and uh, I can't decide if I'm ever going to be ready. That's why I said you just go ahead and hit record because uh, <laughs> trying to multitask. You know, my kids want me to be ever watching a football game. My wife wants me to watch a football game with them. You know, the dogs want me to pet them and feed them this beef jerky. And, anyway. Well, you, you know, in a couple minutes, you'll be able to make everybody happy, right? I mean, just in a couple minutes, we'll I don't make think all that's the... possible, is it? Well, look, you can make the tens of thousands of listeners happy because you took the time to. 25? What's that? How many listeners happy? Tens of thousands, not 25. There's, there's, there's tens of thousands. There's tens of thousands. And if everybody would share the episode, we'd have hundreds of thousands. You know, it's easy. It's easy math, right? Or yeah, least, that's right. Yeah. That's, that's, you should work for the government. Like well, I, I'm, I get paid by the government. I don't do a whole lot of work. Okay. I don't well, do a whole lot of work. about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, listen, I am now, and I don't know, we've probably talked about this. I'm officially under five years before I can retire. Okay. The clock is counting down. And last week was really cold, being pretty cold. It was in the uh, teens. Wind chill was probably even a little bit less. The packages are starting to pick up again. And um, I'm just like, I just don't know how many more, <laughs> I don't know how many more winners I, I want to be out doing that stuff. And there's a guy I work with. We talked about him, you know, the uh, aforementioned uh, painting mm-hmm. bandit. Okay. He's got like a year and a half. And I just looked at him the other day, time clock. I said, dude, I don't know how you're so close. I don't know how you do it. And he goes, I, I just, 
He goes, it just, I got to ignore it and just, and just get it done. Cause I just got like to. Being... What's that? Or like being in Vietnam and you're short. Yeah. You don't want to go on any missions. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like you know, this one might be like, you know. I hate, I don't want to say this is our Vietnam, but you know, say this is I don't want to say that. Well, everybody's got a struggle, right? Well, I mean, come on, I'm getting paid pretty good to go out and do it. I, that's the bad thing, but it's like there's just other stuff I, I, you know, you want to do, you know, and um, what? Well, I mean, doing the podcast takes up a lot of time. I enjoy doing that, and uh, you know, do a lot. I've been doing a ton of writing, music wise. You know, and I'd like to. It's just song or or what? What kind of writing you been doing? I've been doing a lot of uh, songs, a lot, a lot of co-writes. I could write every day with people from Nashville if I really, if I had time. There's a, there's that much. I don't, demand would be a terrible term to put out there, but there's a there's enough desperate people that feel like writing with me is a uh, they're writing up, I guess. And uh, writing with me is kind of a feather in their cap. I don't know why. It must be because I, I, I'm older, and they just feel like, well, he must know something. But, uh, but I could do, yeah, you know. And then um, we we do have a special, special surprise coming. The judge put the finishing touches on a. Not I don't even want to say it. it's kind of like a graphic novel, sort of. Uh, called Bigfoot versus Yeti, and all our Patreon people are going to get it for free here in the next week. We're going to release it to our Patreon people. They're going to get to read it for free, and then I think it's going to really? be for yeah. I think it's going to be it's going to be a gift to our. We got some really good Patre- Patreon people, so we're going to put it out there and let them download it and they can read it. And then I think we're going to make it available to everybody else for like three bucks or something to download it or whatever. But we have talked to some movie people about it, and they, they're, uh, some movie people are like, okay, I, so I am starting on the on the screenplay for that. Yeah, I do have to well, do yeah. that. But there's a, but there's a, it's a kind of an action adventure movie. Um, I see a versus Yeti is an action movie. Action, yo, oh, yeah, yeah, it is, it is. I don't want to give it away, but uh, there's some parts in there that. Uh, you could play, I could play. So there you go. Since we have the movie experience. So, so yes, Bigfoot versus Yeti. In fact, it's got some really cool artwork that I believe is going to be available on t-shirts here pretty soon. As well as, I think there's, I think Nita is, is uh, <laughs> we're going to do some t-shirts with some sayings on them from the podcast. And right. I think I can't remember what quote is going to be one of your quotes that's going to be on a T-shirt for people to buy. I'll have to wait until it gets rolled out. It should be get rolled out in December, we hope. But it's going to be something that you said in one of the midweek howls. It's going to be it's going to be on a T-shirt. <laughs> vote early, vote often. No, no, no. A little more. The, I don't know what I, a, little, a little more dynamic than that. Okay, I mean a little more. Well, that's the problem when you when you when you manufacture words like I do. It's hard to remember. (laughs) It's hard to remember what you said yesterday. What ten minutes ago? You know. (laughs) Oh yeah, exactly. So it's my curse. It's the cross I bear. 
It's the crossing. So, um, so are you guys getting, you know, worked up for Halloween or for Halloween for Thanksgiving or not? I mean, is the kids? Oh, all I mean, or... just the usual. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we've got an excellent school system down here. Um, Doctor Yo Yo runs a tight ship. He gives us. He's going to give us all week off this week, and uh, and uh, so yeah, you know, I'm going to be hanging out with the kids. As a matter of fact, tomorrow, and. Um, you know, I do the in-law thing, just whatever, you know, brother-in-law, you just say, just whatever, right? Kids and dogs, maybe a few guns. Kids and dogs and guns. I mean, look, that might be on a t-shirt. You might, that might right there, kids and dogs and guns. That's the thing giving is all about. That could be. Well, I, I left church be. off of it because I didn't want to offend the non-believers. So <laughs> which I, I did, which things. I just saw a stat I, that, um, what was that stat? Like back in the early 1900s, 97% of the of the United States believed in a higher power, whether it was God or whatever. And now it's like in the 70s, 70%. Well, so that's fine. There's more room in heaven for me. I uh <laughs> more room in heaven. Yeah, you know, it's got to be getting crowded by now, maybe. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to start talking about, you know, starting about the great degradation of society and where this world's going, because it'll just bring me further down today. You know? Listen, it's, it's, I, I, I hate to, I, I hate to say huh? this. It's, it's been the goal. It's, it isn't any different than it was 200 years it's ago. It's going to go down whether I, whether I say something or not. It's the same. It's the same. It's. It, it, the society's demise is much over overstated, and uh, it isn't it isn't any different than it was for the last hundreds. Of, I mean, if it wasn't, you know, whatever made up problem that's going on now, it'd be something else. You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on, I I don't buy any of that stuff. I don't buy any of that stuff. People, I mean, for crying out loud, it wasn't that long ago we burnt people at the stake for being witches. Okay. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's, and that's why it, we don't have any. Think what, what's what, the <laughs> So right? you're saying you say it'd be much worse problem with witches if we just hadn't burned them. Well, you know, the world might be a better place if they would come out of hiding. Right now, they <laughs> they put on a facade of being nice people, right? Yeah. We're back in them days. They would just be get on with being a witch, and if they got caught, they got caught. I don't know. Did you see the thing I treated Big T Rich is a thing about the uh, the cave bears? No. What about the saber tooth something? I, I don't know. Anyway, he, he, I, what I started to say was, you know, I put out two things a couple days ago with 185 followers and failed on both. Uh, one of them, there's a podcast I listen to called There Will Be Bourbon. And, uh, you know, this guy talks about whiskey and he's always got interest. His headlines, is he, he, well, I can't get on it right now, but it says he talks to interesting people, right? Okay. So I started to tell a story. They were railing on somebody. So I started to tell a story about being on a balcony in a place called the Cats Me. A guy was telling, a, a, a special forces guy was telling a story about being in Las Vegas, in, or not Las Vegas, in New Orleans at a pseudo fight club. 
Okay. And he's telling like on the Joe Rogan podcast. I mean, he's he's telling it to a big audience. And some of the people I follow got on there and kind of railed on him because he's a he's an attention hound. And first of all, they're saying how many basements are in New Orleans? Not very many, right? I would think, you know, they'd call it an aquarium if you had one. Um, so <laughs> I got on there and people were saying stuff, you know, about New Orleans or whatever. And, and I got on there and said I was because he had a special force background. I got on there and said I was on a balcony at the Cat's Meow with two Navy SEALs, a Green Brain Army Ranger, but I won't tell and a CIA guy, you know, no kidding. But I won't tell the story to anybody except for the the There Will Be Bourbon podcast, right? And, and you know, I think his podcast has probably got 10% of what the From the Shadows does. You, you follow him. But he doesn't yeah. know me from Adam. And, and the bottom line is he did not invite me. We had a little exchange, and he did not invite me on the, his podcast because I'm obviously not interesting. Okay. He, so then, what? Are you kidding so me? Then, okay. All right. All right. You need so a better. Then, that's just you need a better PR guy. I mean, I, you know what I've realized. Um, well, here's what I understand. I am on your Twitter thing right now. Somebody asked me how to find you on social media. Okay. Who does? Somebody asked me how to find you on social media. Okay, because they wanted to follow your stuff, and of course, I'm not going to tell them how to find you on Instagram. Okay, but well, first you, of all, yeah, my social media print is so small that if you don't know, you're not going to, you know, right? I know, but you, but you have two Twitter accounts, your own personal one, and yes. you have one that is says Ozark Howler. How can yes? Okay, so if you're Since listening, the, maybe they you, can't spell it. If you're listening to the show and you want to follow the Howler on Twitter, it's pretty easy. It's Ozark Howler, <laughs> and it's it's at the it's at your Ozark Howler. I mean, come on, come on. Well, and so hold on. Now. I mean, Some I want to know about this down here in the country. Hey, I live down here in the country. <laughs> I live down here in the country, and some of these guys might not be as tech savvy as you. I mean, they didn't get Division One scholarships. Okay. Yeah. So, so they. I mean, I'm, so don't I'm also them. delivering don't mail with that Division One scholarship. So, so anyway, back to Big T Rich. So, Big T Rich posted this thing. He had a thread on there, and it was interesting about cave bears and the place, place teen era, and all this stuff, and saber tooth things, and basically, there might be some wild stuff out there. And and have you read about the theory of of like DNA imprinting, you know, I got two Labrador retrievers, and they yeah, like me. like like somewhere in their past, something that happened, it would imprint that yeah, like your in their your great grandparents, yeah. your great grandparents, like my great grandpa uh, knew how to play the banjo, and somehow through DNA imprinting, I it might have skipped all these generations, but I might have the inclination to pick up. Yes. So, so I was going to say the good me, the bad me was going to say, it's like deep down. You think that you feel enslaved because five generations, your grandparents might've been the good me was going to say, I went down to Washington County, Missouri this last week. 
for the second time and a third time in, I don't know, in 30 years. But I've talked about the history book where I've got a history of my family, part of my family from my dad's grandmother's side, going back to Southeast Missouri in 1820, right? I've told that story, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so going back to Washington County the last couple of times, well, actually every time, right? Um, it feels like there's, there's, there's places when I drive down there, it feels like I've always been there my whole life, right? It feels like home to me and I've never spent the night there. That sort of DNA imprinting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get, yeah, I get what you're saying. And it could be the poor factor because I, you know, I was in a meeting and, and, and when you talk about how poor some of these places are in South Missouri, I mean, it makes great grapes of wrath sound like a uh, lifestyle is rich and famous. But that's for a whole nother show. <laughs> so maybe it was because I was just surrounded by a bunch of poor people, which I grew up with poor people. We was bored. So maybe that's what it is. So back to the saber tooth tiger and, and saber tooth stuff. So, I, of course, I responded back to Big T's. I retweeted this thing and said, you know, I believe in it because I, you know, in high school, I went out with, you know, the cave bear and and. She was a she was a saber tooth, you know. She had bad teeth, and they called her cave bear because they had so much junk around that trailer house. It looked like a cave when you walked in. You know what I mean? So I, I believe in cave bears. But then I got wasn't thinking, that, wasn't that a book from back in our the clan of the cave bear or something? Wasn't that like a mini series? No, well, I was thinking Thirteenth Warrior. You're seeing a movie with Antonio Banderas, Thirteenth Warrior. No. No. Oh, are you? No, you're kidding me. You never seen Thirteenth Warrior? No, no. Oh, it's a phenomenal movie, man. It's got Antonio Banderas in it, and he, and he, he, and he, 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 he's a Spaniard that gets embedded with some. Uh, I guess he would. He was a precursor of the Navy SEAL because he was a direct action warrior, a force multiplier, like a Green Beret would be, embedded with the uh, 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 the local population, which happened to be Viking Norsemen, and they. And they and they go out and they're asked to help a village that's that's being haunted and 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 what it ha- ends up being is these uh, the the opposing peoples, if you will, basically put skinned bear heads on. So when they're on their horses, they look like bears riding the horses, and it freaks out people. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, it's a great movie called Thirteenth uh, Warrior. But then I got to thinking maybe the whole Bigfoot Sasquatch phenomenon is DNA imprinting where your people a thousand years ago really got ate up by cave bears and 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 stuff, right? So you're believing it because your freaking 20 generation ago granddad got his head bit off by. It. The last thing he ever saw was was maybe his brother getting chewed up. But wouldn't which is why some people are so passionate with uh uh no, but now I, I'm not a geneticist, but wouldn't you have to wouldn't that have to be imprinted on your DNA before you procreate <laughs> like now see they're could, using that D one now using that D one you couldn't have your head chewed off. off. That's why I changed hey, that's why I changed it midstream and said you're his brother. Okay. 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 Or maybe I, like, I don't know. You know, like his brother. <laughs> his brother watched you know? it happen and was shell shocked. Yeah, you know maybe they saw the guy next to him get chewed up. Who knows? 
that's interesting. I mean, look, if you're gonna if you're gonna put that theory theory forward, uh, then you know you have to be able to probably accept any manner of experience that happened to that person, uh, whether they experienced or witnessed it, that would be imprinted on their memory and and however that gets imprinted into your DNA. You know what I'm saying? I mean. Yes, well, I think it's how could like, you, how, it's could like, you exclude, how could you exclude anything? I don't think you can in, in some ways because you you would be like a uh, like a library if you would that every life that your ancestors lived was a volume in your subconscious library. Is that getting too deep? No, I mean, and that might that might explain. But I think I, that is kind of a, an explanation for like uh, people believe in reincarnation or past or the past lives things where they know stuff about, uh, you yes. know, like yeah. family. Yeah. And yeah. there's no way they can. I think we yeah, did. One that. of our last couple guests on the paranormal episode, Dennis, I think he he, did, he talked about that, you know, um, that very same thing, you know, like uh, knowing that, you know, Hey, this is where I used to live 50 years ago, and you're only like nine years old. You know what I'm saying? And there's Uncle, you know, Uncle Jeff. You know? Right. And well, how would you know? Well, because I, you know, I used to live here and hang out and uh, have dinner every Sunday, and, and there's no way. And, and, and you know what's weird is they say one of the biggest places where that happens is India. Now, why why do you suppose that is? I mean, because they, they do believe in that. I mean, isn't that part of the Hindu kind of? Religion? Yeah, you know, they right. probably don't. They probably don't suppress it. Like, you know, you. God, I don't know if I want to go down there. How many minutes we got recorded? Because you'll shut me off midstream on this deal. <laughs> God. <laughs> shut you off midstream. Oh God, how far left the center are you going? I don't. I can't. I mean, I mean, we're I mean, in India, is, so I mean, the, I've been there. Is, I've been this there. Is, this is the Thanksgiving show. Remember, some people might be in lieu of watching the Dallas Cowboys or the Detroit Lions on Thursday. They might be playing this as kind of like an after dinner entertainment. So God. the only thing I can think of, as far as maybe not, there there's several theories, right? So yeah. so I'm going to tiptoe around this the best I can. Because I want to keep going, so give me. I don't. Little, I, give me. I got. Little, I, give me a little leg room here. I got. You got. It. My finger's go. not on the trigger. Okay, my finger's okay. Not on the give me the leg room because I might go. All right. Maybe that society doesn't suppress non-realistic thoughts. Meaning, meaning, you know, you can't. I know you can go to public school now and espouse to be a boy when you're a girl, or a girl when you're a boy, or all the weird stuff that kids get to say now Mm -hmm. but you really can't go to school and say you believe that that your memory or your subconscious stormed the beach of normandy or fought it uh, at the battle of of hastings or you know you you know you think that you've got something in common with with your great 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 granddad that that with Richard the Lion King or, 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 or not the Lion King, but Richard, you know, Lionheart, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Because mm-hmm. you will be made fun of. 
right? Yeah, they would, would be fake. But in yes. India, they yeah. believe it. So therefore, those kids foster those thoughts more readily, if you will. Well, yeah, what you're saying is, is that is ironically that something that some most most everybody at one point thought every everything you just talked about at least here was just a ridiculous notion like you couldn't possibly uh be a boy and say you're okay a girl yes so when i was a child me or the same you know, age, yeah okay yeah. when we were a child in our relatively rural backgrounds okay mm-hmm if you were born with a PP, you couldn't go around and realistically get people to believe you're a girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's just facts. Yeah, it is. And I mean, it's, it's, we're, and, and, and look, we're not like I'm not bashing anything. anybody. Yeah, we're just, saying, just saying that saying, that's, how, yeah, that's saying, how we, yeah. That's yeah, how yeah, you're right, 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 right. And now that they have taken that, that harness off these kids, maybe that's why these kids, more kids think it now than ever because it has taken the negativity or that displacement of of uh, uh, disbelief away from them. Does that make sense? Now, personally, I think it's got to do with the parents. Uh, you know, Munchausen syndrome by proxy or something. But that's that. I don't want to go down that road either because you'll unplug me. Um, well, okay. In the same sense, I, yeah. I even though that's how we grew up. There were still people back then that I went to school with that you knew didn't that. Okay, just because. Hold they on a were, second. Yes. And this is where if they yeah. were special. Okay. Well, yeah, they, believe, they were. Yeah, they I were definitely. Believe, yeah. Yes. Some some people are absolutely special. Okay. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, everybody else wants to be special, too. And and what it does is it doesn't necessarily. It waters down the pool, you know what I mean? So now you can't even be a special kind of person because there's other people that want to be yes, special. it's like yeah. stolen valor. It's almost yeah. like stolen valor. It's stolen sexuality or something. You know what I mean? It's stolen gender identity, right? So you're some dude that's legitimately born special. Okay. Mm-hmm. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And most people that I have been around that have been what I call special, they're usually very, very, very smart, right? And it's almost like their brain is wired different, which is why they get confused sometimes. Or maybe they see avenues that the average person don't, right? Mm-hmm. But then you get five other kids in a trailer park and they want to be special too. And nobody has the heart to tell them, you ain't special, Jack. That's the way it is. Yeah, so I now see, I the see special super, person ain't yeah. special no more because he's got these five dipshits saying they are too. You know what I mean? And now we can't hold up the special guy as being special because then everybody gets a trophy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then then and then, and then the what we're talking about then too is if so, I have no doubt that there are people who have knowledge or an experience from and who knows how they got it from that they should not know that that 50 years ago i lived at this place now however they got it okay did they really like were they reincarnated or were they um you know somehow implanted with some kind of information um who knows but i see what you're saying is is there are people genuinely like that, but for every good person there is that's genuine like that, there's five other people that just want attention. Yeah, say, it's like whether you're Hollywood being actors or, I mean, how many yeah. guitar players, you know, there's only one Billy Gibbons, but everybody wants to be him or, you know, yeah. I, 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 you can't, you, you know, can't grow, you him. can't, you can't grow a beard and grab a guitar and say, well, I'm Billy Gibbons. I'm as good as right. Billy Gibbons. You either are. You either are yeah. Yank, yeah. right? That's yeah. exactly right. You yeah. either are Yank. And, 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 and yeah, but it's been, everything's been, been uh, exploited, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, YouTube and, and social media, everybody, when they see one guy be special and maybe you get a few likes or whatever, next thing you know, how many, I mean, 15 years ago when YouTube started, there was like five people on it. Right. Well, I was watching, we were, we, listen, we, because, um, you know, we got the smart TV, okay? So we got all the apps yeah. on it. And I, I got turned on to this guy, this Caleb Johnson, I think is his name, who does the walks around New York City. Hey, uh, can I ask you how much do you pay for your apartment? And, you know, nine out of ten people seemingly are like, well, I, this is how much I pay. And then he'll go, can, I, can we check out your apartment? So he's made a whole. And he lets him, they let him in almost every time because now, now though, well, you only see the ones that let him in. You don't see the ones that run him off. But go well, ahead. but but here's the thing: is now though, um, I'm just watching him. He's been around for a couple of years. Now everybody knows who he is. Okay, so now it's like a famous person wanting to come into your house. You know, whereas a couple of years ago, yeah, you're right. Probably every other person's like, dude, I ain't telling you nothing. But he has created a whole new, like, this is his time. A whole cottage industry. Well, but what I 
turned to Christy and said was, so he was in at these people's apartments and you'd be surprised how many places he goes into and the people's line of work is they're YouTubers and they've got like a billion, they're YouTubers. That's their job. They sit around, create content, video-wise and stuff that goes up on YouTube and and they've monetized it. And I told Christy, I said, I got to be honest with you. I I would rather watch him, his YouTube channel, that is straight and right to the point. No, not, you know, there's a couple commercials here and there. I'd rather watch him than some, watch most of the stuff on HGTV. Okay, because you know what? I'm really, I am. I'm curious. What's what's your apartment look like in New York City? There's some really cool stuff. You know, you, you pay. You know, you can't believe people are living in basically a closet for six hundred bucks. 600 bucks a month or you know i mean it's insane but i but but yeah it's given the opportunity for people to create content and there's a lot of people that do that like we're look we're creating content like our content's going to go up on all these podcatchers it's going to go up on youtube it's going to go and and what gives us the right to have anybody listen like what makes us think that somebody should listen to us like what makes us special you know what i'm saying but but people seem to like to listen to you know to us, so we keep doing it. You know, we keep doing it and talk about stuff that we think is interesting to people, and we put it up as content. and And uh, you can either go listen to Joe Rogan or you can listen to to the Ozark Holler, right? I mean, but are people just, really listening to Joe Rogan? Are they listening to his guest? I don't know. I've only listened to Rogan a couple times because he just goes. Like there's when we I've had some guests on the paranormal side of the podcast that it's gone an hour and a half or an hour and forty five minutes. And that is a huge no no. Like they'll tell you don't go over forty, forty five minutes. Like we rare, rarely go over forty, forty five minutes. But a lot of times in the paranormal part, we do. And we just leave it. We don't cut it, we don't turn it into two episodes because my thought is is our fans they're either going to, you know, most people listen while they're driving or listen while they're exercising or something like that. So you're, you're either going to listen to it all at once. You're going to listen to it two or three different times, you know, whatever. It's not for me to decide, you know, and not everybody likes everything that we put up there. You know, some people only like Bigfoot. Some people don't want to hear ghosts. They don't want to hear the different, like if I talk to somebody from a movie or something like that, they don't like it. They don't, so they don't listen. I don't know. Some people love that stuff. Some people give me and you grief because, you know, you don't talk about law enforcement stuff every time. But, you know, I mean. Because, I, you know what? I got, I'm going to throw one out. I had somebody, and I, I'm doing this on my phone, so I can't see who it is to give him a shout out. I don't think I can. I hope I don't screw this up. Dude asked me about a deer picture, a deer, a deer story. And, and whenever it comes time to wrap this up, remind me to tell this deer story. Well, tell, the deer, me, tell the deer. Tell the deer story. Let's, let's hear the deer story. So he, he asked me what. Uh, hold on, I'm, I'm gonna pull it up here to see exactly how he asked it. He hit me up on a direct message on my Howler Twitter. So somebody that found you on the on the Howler. Okay. So he was smart enough, and this is the problem. I'm starting to get people that I know listen because my kids. Um, 
tell people, you know what I mean, and my brother or whatever, you know what I mean. So I really got to watch what I say because just because, right? Well, we can talk about them on the Patreon part. Well, no, it's not just that. It's just, it's just, I might say some, some, now I got to, you know, choose my words. Because and then Phil Smith, right? I think it's Phil Smith is out there going, "Don't choose your words, Howard. Just say whatever." Yeah, right. Doesn't... Well, you know, there was a time when I thought I was going to run for school board or something. I thought, "My God, they're going to pull all this shit out." <laughs> and so this dude hits me up. Hold on, I'm going to tell you his handle here: BDD at Hey, it's BDD, and I don't. So I don't know. It says self-proclaimed funny guy living in Eastern Kentucky. Okay, so mm-hmm. now I don't know if that's true or not, right? So he says, "Hey, what's the craziest?" He has a. He says, "I have a whole show worth of." Uh, can I ask? How do I ask you a question? Let's do. It. And I think what he was saying is, "How he wants." You know, I don't know if he's supposed to hit me up on the podcast or through Facebook or you know or whatever. So I said, what's the question? He said that he had a whole show worth of, of stories, blah, blah, blah. So maybe we should get him on. He says, for example, what's the craziest location or scenario you have dropped a deer from? So he was hearing about me deer hunting with the kids, I guess, or something. Right? Okay. All right. So <clears throat> when I was a young trooper, it was my sergeant's story more than mine. And I think I might, maybe I did tell the story. I don't know. So US 54 is four lane where I live, but up in, in Northwest Audrain County, Missouri, it's two lane. Goes east and west, but or goes north and south, east and west. But anyway, it kind of makes some jogs. But in the morning, my FTO picked me up and we we or called up and said, Hey, come out here. You've never seen this. My sergeant was working a wreck where's a car uh going eastbound. I'm sorry, going westbound, hit a deer and flipped it up in the air. And it went through the windshield of a of a of a eastbound car, so the opposite traffic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, went, <laughs> and it was a day. These two old women were driving Dodge Diplomat. It went through the front windshield and killed them. No way. That's the, yes. So it was a double deer fatality. I mean, so 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 that they didn't even hit. Done. That they didn't even hit. That, they didn't hit, but the, the other car, Missouri traffic law says, uh, traffic manual says, if an object is set in motion by a vehicle, it's considered an extension of that vehicle. Hmm. So this deer was leaping across the road. You know how they would do on a two-lane road? Yeah. It's hit, flipped up in the air, and the opposite car hits it, goes through the window. Now, old people don't, uh, as you can imagine, old people don't uh, survive accidents very well because they're kind of frail. But uh, yeah, killed them. Killed two two old women. Mm-hmm. Holy so that's your smokes. time to go, huh? Yeah, that yeah. That's, that's your time. That's, that's your time to go. You're going. It don't matter. That's the that's the craziest deer story I got. And then I think what he wanted me here is a deer shooting story. But I watched a cop buddy of mine shoot five or six times. This deer this deer was hit by a car. And back in the nineties, the fun thing to do is go out there and that's the only time you got to shoot your gun, right? This is back before they shot everybody. Okay. So when I first started being a cop, you chased them down and you fought them and maybe maced them. You didn't shoot anybody. And then they went through a phase the last few years as you know, 
where they shoot everybody. But that's another story. So the only time you have to shoot your gun is with the road hit a deer hit on the highway. You know what I mean? So you know he goes out there, Miss Badass Cop. You know he's a big weightlifter, big arms, and all this stuff. And this poor deer is laying down the ditch with a spotlight in his eyes, right? Because he's she's mangled up the little doe with her ears forward, trying to figure out what he's doing. Pow! He misses. Pow! He misses. Pow! You know. <laughs> so you know what I mean? He's trying to shoot this deer, and you he's blaming on the shadow and the lights. And what happens is the key to shooting a pistol is two things: trigger control and sight alignment. But you're you got to focus on the front sight. People can't do it because in order to do it correctly, your front sight is is in focus, but the target is blurry. And people don't like to do that. And they tend to look through it, look over it. That's why most people can't shoot a pistol very well. So finally, after number six or seven, we started heckling him. Me and another cop started heckling him. And he went and got a shotgun out and shot this poor little deer in the face. That was a terrible <laughs> one that I can't ever forget. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> Before I, I want to bring up something here about uh, this gentleman. Um, I do remember a dear story that this guy used, that was on my mail ride. He owned this uh, real estate business in town. And he rode a Harley. This guy rode Harley. And he rode mm-hmm. with these people one time out to Sturgis. You know, uh, yep. South Dakota or whatever. I've been there. And he said, so, yeah, so he said he used to ride with this group. And he said this one dude was just a it's like Grizzly Adams on a on a on a Harley. Just a great big guy. And I don't know if the guy had played professional football sometime or whatever, like back in the 60s, 70s, you know. This guy this guy I'm talking about was was real good friends with John Johnson, who uh used to co used to be a coach under Woody Hayes at Ohio State and managed Buster Douglas when he beat Mike Tyson. So this, right, yeah. okay. So they hung out with some, you know, big dudes. Okay, because <laughs> then he, because mm-hmm. then John Johnson became a, a boxing promoter, and uh, but anyway, so he said this guy was on a Harley and had his girl on the back, and they came around this curve and there was a deer, big buck, standing right in the road, and said this guy just kind of stood up. And just, you know, expanded himself out. It took the full brunt of that deer. And it killed him, but he did it so that it did not hit the hit the woman he was riding with. So he literally laid down his life right in front of the woman. You know, she's got his, her arms around him, you know, riding right behind him. That deer just took the guy out and never touched the woman. The bike laid down and she was she was okay and he died. So there you go. How about that one? How about that being? I mean, to have the wherewithal. I mean, you must. I never read a motorcycle. Maybe he just freaked out and didn't know what to do. He stood up to jump no, over they, something. I don't know. No, those people that were riding with him, they said they said no. It was obvious what he was doing. That he said he stood up to take the full brunt of that deer. So that's man for you, right there. Harley, Harley riding, take you know, taking it right in the chest for the woman you love. How about that? I can barely, I can barely get the trash out to the curb for the woman I love. 
this guy's taking the beer to the chest. But, well, but I think I, that says a lot about her, not you. <laughs> but I'm looking up. So, yeah, this dude's name is, is BDD at Hey, it's BDD. Self-proclaimed funny mm-hmm. guy living in eastern Kentucky. Lost my last account to some hack job. Now, I'm looking through his tweets. Apparently, in his sometimes in his spare time, he drives an Uber or a Lyft. So I wonder if he listens to the podcast while he's doing his Uber. Because do you know who always listens to the podcast while he's driving Uber? Is our buddy, Stacy Brown, down in Florida. As always, and Stacy Brown claims this is what he claims is that when he plays the midweek howl for his drive for his riders, the passengers, they every single one of them turns into being a fan and and ask where they can find the show at and listen to it. So I would love to hear from anybody that's listening that heard from uh heard about us. As a passenger in Stacy Brown's Uber, we're going to put you on. We're going to put you on the show. Yeah, I will. Well, for number one, we're going to get we're going to get BDD here. We're going to reach out to him, and we're going to. I want to hear some deer hunting stories because I want to hear some Uber stories. I want to hear some Uber stories. I do, and I I think you know. I was with a guy last night, and not to muddy the show, but uh, literally (laughs) here. Okay. I was with a guy last night that was a SWAT cop. If he wasn't so intense, I'd ask him to get on. But he's pretty intense. You know, he was he was a 12-year active duty Marine, and then he went to work down in Florida, major metropolitan area in Florida. He told me his SWAT, their SWAT team got called out between 240 and 300 times a year is what they averaged. Oh, my God. Once a day? So he was two or three times. He was He had a phone. So he, he did a challenge coin. If you know what a challenge coin is, that's what we need to do. We need to get a From the Shadows podcast challenge coin. So he challenged me. You know what a challenge coin is? Like if you okay. win the coin, right? If you win the challenge. No, so you have these military guys, whatever, you have these units, they have a challenge coin. Like if you do the, do the like the task, you get the coin, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So like, yeah, whatever. So that. It used to be a big deal, but now just people, you just buy challenge coins, right? You could say, well, you know, so so the thing is, when you pull out your coin, the other guy's got to have his coin. And if he doesn't, he has to buy you a drink. And that's what that dude was trying to get me to do is trick me into buying him a drink because I didn't have my coin. And he said, I knew you didn't have a coin. And I said, how do you know I didn't have a coin? He goes, because you don't drink. So why would you carry a coin? So he, <laughs> anyway, we got to talking about other things. And, and he said, he pulled out his phone. He goes, I know you got some good stuff on your phone and, and you know i guess cop pictures and i don't because i have two apple itunes the one i used for work with my work iphone and the one i used personal because i was always i didn't want the government spying on my stuff right yeah so anyway he pulled out his phone he starts showing me all of this so that's the problem you're in law enforcement for a long time a lot of these guys can't let it go okay so he still kind of wants to be a cop he just doesn't want to work the nights and the shift work and 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 he was just telling me how the political climate has changed where he was at, that he, you know, you just, you know, one wrong move and you're the guy they arrest. Right. Yeah. So, so anyway, his phone was full of dead people pictures. Oh, geez. you know, uh, uh, you know, 
cartel hits and all that stuff. And he goes, hey, you want to see this? And it was from the car, and it's him and a giant black cop. And they're in the projects, and they're approaching a dude like they've been walking around. They're walking back toward the police car, and the bad guy is between them and the police car. You with me? Mm-hmm. And this dude's got like some... You know, I think he had, I don't even think he had shoes on. I think he had socks. But he had just like Adidas shorts and and T-shirt, skinny black kid guy. He pulls down his pants and just starts taking, just just has very loose stool and just starts cracking <laughs> right there between, uh, between these cops. And, I mean, just right there kind of all over himself. And I said, what in the hell is that? He said, I'll show you again. He said, he was shitting his pants, so we didn't arrest him. <laughs> and I said, that is, the, that is the craziest. He said, no, because sometimes these guys, you know, if you shit your pants, we're not going to arrest you because we don't want to smell it. We don't deal with it, especially if it's a petty crime. So back when they would arrest people, you know, now they don't really arrest people like they used to. He said, we had guys that would just, they would, they would, they would crap their pants instead of getting arrested. <laughs> what? So I want to apologize for everybody eating that last little bit of turkey gravy address. <laughs> well, they deserve that. <laughs> but I thought, so you're saying we, so really what you're saying is, is we need, we need to get a From the Shadows podcast challenge coin. Give them yes. to Stacy Brown. And BDD and everybody they turn yep. on to and Big T Rich and few yeah there's a few people and anybody people. And it, we and need anybody. to have the top can you well, go, can you go back and see who our first oh followers. yeah but I, but but what I'm thinking is is Stacy Brown carries around these coins and everybody that he turns on to the podcast he gives them a coin and then because no, it costs too much money dude we already lose money on this podcast. I think what we need to do, there needs to be two well, levels. Up. Well, it could be wooden be, nickels. I mean, let's be real. There needs to be two. There needs to be two levels, right? We should have one coin. So this guy told me, the SWAT guy told me, he had been because the locality he was at, President Trump visited a lot, and he said his pride and joy challenge going. His pride and joy challenge going. He had a. a, a Honestly, got a Trump challenge going. He said it's almost as big as the coaster, and it's super heavy, and he was proud of that. So I think what we need to do is we need to make a special challenge going. If you can sort our followers to our well, – let's, let's see how many – you know, we'll buy them in bulk or whatever. So our first 50 or first 100 or whatever, we need they need to be numbered so we can sort through them. And you can say, here, you were the third listener. You were the fifth listener. You were the eighth oh, listener. Does that make sense? I know what you're saying. It's a, uh, I, I, all, I, I think we should just give them to Stacy Brown and have him hand them out. <laughs> and then when we, then when we're at the now show, that's the stuff. It, Hold on a second. That is the non-collector's item, right? So then when they go into Pawn Stars, if you were the, if you got number three of the original fifty, that's worth more than the one they just give to the Uber driver to give away. <laughs> Right. And then anybody that shows up to a show with a challenge coin, oh, yeah, yes. it's a free so autograph. When we're out there, we're out there at the, you know, the Monster Fest or the Mothman. Yeah. What was it? What 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 Bigfoot coin? Our Bigfoot 
what Bigfoot thing did we have out in, in, in Washington or Seattle or one of them places? Oh, gosh. Well, I don't even know what that is. There's something out there. I don't know. I thought there was something out there. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so we, we <laughs> see, I'm, I'm on the website right here. Design, get your free challenge coin design today. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, all right. We'll, we'll have we to can... look into that. We'll have to look into stuff. Oh, uh-huh. brother. Well, okay. So before we jump off here, you, you got any Thanksgiving wishes? You want you want to wish everybody anything for Thanksgiving? Everybody. Or... Yeah, no, everybody. Yeah. Friends and family, in-laws and outlaws, all of them just, just hey. I'm excited. The great, the grand, the granddaughters are up from South Carolina. We're going to, get to spend some time with the granddaughters, so that'll. Uh, I'm excited about that, and you know, so and thankful. I'm thankful hey, that that people hey. tune into us every week and listen. <laughs> listen. I'm looking. Hey, you know what? You know what challenge going to have on the when I went to pricing. Oh, okay, and the first one's called die struck, which just means there's no color to it. You know what they have? What do they have? They have, they have, it says Burger King on one side and Tampa, Florida Burger King. So some dude that runs a Burger King down in Tampa, Florida designed and got his own Burger King challenge going, I guess, for his people. <laughs> uh, where would, how would that come up in a conversation is that you never worked at a Burger King? There's my challenge. I don't know. Maybe the Burger King guys go over to McDonald's and flash them. If you ain't got the right coin, you don't get the McFlurry or whatever. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Fast food challenge coins. I guess I know. Yeah, I, they're people too. Fast food food workers are people too. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time. Never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs> God only knows what's hiding in our shadows. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.